When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk about a pressure penalty from a man who hasn't always had the cleanest record, but he converts this one with cheek, with style, with coolness. Arsenal snatch it at the death. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you might be. Welcome back to the same old Arsenal podcast. And just as I have remembered, um, I'm always doing things wrong. We are now live, but I haven't tweeted it out to let you know that we are live. So how am I going to expect any viewers? So just before we do it... Come on, Craig, what is this? Amateur hour? I think I've got a bit of sunstroke, James. (laughs) <laughs> um, right, there you go, there's the tweet Hello, good morning, good afternoon um, Wherever you are, you might retweet that voice while I'm talking Yeah, I'll read it um, Hello to you if you're just listening to us on audio Thank you very much for supporting us um, And hello to everyone who's uh, watching us on YouTube Thanks for joining us um, Sorry about last week, had to cancel I'm not going to go into the into the um, uh, the description of why I had to cancel. Some of you know why I had to cancel. Some of you understand why I had to cancel. Some of you don't. Um, but to those people, carry on, whatever you Carry on hating. Carry on what, what you want to say. Um, tonight, we are joined by none other than Mr. James Cook. How are you, sir? I'm brilliant, Craig. And uh, thanks for having me on the show. It's been, uh, it's been too long, far too long. Yes, it has. It has been a long while um, since, we've, since we've talked. Um, I understand you're doing very well, sir, making videos. Um, I think that my last favourite one was the documentary about, was it? Yeah, I think that's, um, I think that's when I last spoke to you as well, back in, back in March. Long, so, it? yeah, yeah it's, been, it's been way too long, yeah, way mate. too long, Greg. No, we, we mustn't, we mustn't um, let that happen again. <laughs> Judge, how many strawberries did you eat during the week? Uh, 16. And, uh, you know, it was very nice. Strawberries and cream, recommend it, you know, so... Uh, you got anything else you want to tell us? Mm, well, not really, no. Like, I'll tell oh, okay. you things in confidence and then you go and try and spill the beans. Yeah, you know, so, yeah. You know, uh, I, won't well, say, I won't say any more about it. 
I was on my best behaviour at Wimbledon. It's it's for the posh on posh people, like you know. So, um, I don't know how he does it. Corporate Emirates, corporate Wimbledon, corporate Lords. I don't it's, know. All, it's, it's all it's all you know, Craig. Like you know, stick yeah. with me, and you know you might get a corporate at Cork. You never know, like you know. Yeah, yeah, I reckon. <laughs> I reckon. Let's let's uh, crack on. We've been touring Australia. Well, I say touring Australia. We've been to one one city. Um, we've played two games: one against Sydney FC and one against Western Sydney, Eastern Western Southern Sydney Wanderers, whatever you want to call them. Um, some quite good performances. Lacazette with his first goal. Uh, a very tidy finish there in the first game. Um, James, what was your overall uh, feelings of the games in Australia? Uh, to be honest, Craig, just um, after not seeing Arsenal the past few months, it was it was really nice to just get that feeling back. Um, performances aside, as good as they were, just nice to see the team play. And it was great to see all these young players come through. We were speaking before we came on about Christian Bielik, uh, a player that wasn't really mentioned so much in that first game, but he had an absolutely outstanding performance in uh, both of our opinions. And Nelson as well, quality player that's come through. But then uh, Eddie and Keita um, as well looks a really fantastic talent. All these players coming through, but then again, uh, players like Coughlin, who I think has been brilliant over these two games as well. Um, El Nene seems to be playing really well as well. So, you know, it's pre-season. I'm not going to get in over my head because we do tend to, in recent years, have a good pre-season. So I'm not going to get um, too overwhelmed. But it's good to get that momentum up, get the squad looking fit. Maza Ozil's looking absolutely fantastic. Lacazette's looking really good. Uh, Giroud, there's lots of speculation about him, but um, seems to be banging in the goals and, and putting in some really hard-working performances. So it's all looking bright. Hopefully we can carry this into the Community Shield, get a win there and start the league season strongly and prepared. Absolutely. Lee, that was a fantastic finish by Giroud yesterday, wasn't it? Um, I just want to come to that um, for for, for our first goal yesterday, uh, yesterday morning. A lot of people want him to go. Um, A lot of people want him to stay. Uh, I I don't know where I am on it. I don't know where I am on it. Um, Especially now Lacazette Lacazette is here. Uh, Lee... Olivier Giroud, would you would you, would you be tempted to keep him, or do you think we should move him on? No, I'm 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 in the camp. We've got to keep him. I think that uh, we need a a plan B. Uh, there's going to be games when I think that he's going to be needed as well. I, I think that um, if you're going to win the league with him just being as the main man, it's not going to happen because he's not going to be uh, uh, what I would say 25 to 30 goal striker. He's in the 15 to 20 goals. Uh, ratio of a striker. And he, with Giroud, I always think in the season he does have a little bit of a, a dip in form. You know, he plays really well and has a little dip. You know, he's a big, big lad. I, I think at the end of the day, he's vastly underrated for what he does. I think he's got a fantastic touch when he's back to goal. He makes that look simple. I can tell you that now. Anybody's played up front, it's, it's one of the hardest, apart from scoring goals, it's probably the next hardest job. He does it really well. well I think that he brings in players and I think that at times we're going to need we're going to need him. Um, so, listen, if a big big offer comes in, you know it's going to be hard to turn down. But I, I would look at it and go, "What well, we bought him for twelve million? We've we've got that money back in in, in tenfold." So I, I would be tending to keep him. The big question is, and it's the question of everybody: that does he want to stay? Does he want to be? Um, or does he want to move on now? That, that's the question. If if he turns around and says to the manager, look, you know, I've got a chance to go to, I don't know, Marseille and be the main man there. 
then I, I think that he's given us great service and we should allow that to happen. But um, if he wants to stay, I think, you know, I, I'm, I'm in the camp of let's keep him. I think he, he'll do a wonderful job. I think that from an attacking point of view now, I think we're, if, if we keep Sanchez, which we'll go on to a little bit later on, I think that we're well stocked in that forward area now with, with Welbeck, who I think will have a better season this season with a pre-season under him. We've got Walcott. We've got, um, obviously, Lacazette coming in now. So we're definitely looking pretty strong in, in, in the forward areas now. So for me, if we're going to have any, you know, it's not just about the league, Craig. You know, if we're going to go into, uh, you know, with this Europa League as well, we're going to have to have, um, you know, two teams. And, uh, you know, uh, we don't want to be like burning out Lacazette and so and so uh, Sanchez for those long flights and everything like that. So, you know, Giroud and Walcott, I think, will uh, will come into play um, as the season progresses as well. Well, funny you should say that, actually, because I was going to bring that up later. But as you've touched on it now, uh, James, watching those young lads yesterday um, and last week, do you think the way forward is to have two teams, like Lee suggests? Um, I think it's going to... I think it makes absolute complete sense. Although... I would like to win the Europa League. A lot of Premier League clubs um, and their fans, you know, well, we've done it. We, we, we've done it for so long, you know, winding up, the, you know, the shit houses up the road that they're in the Europa League and we're in the Champions League. But now we find ourselves in the Europa League. Um, it's a competition I want to win. Yeah, I've, I've had a go at Spurs fans and I've had a go at Liverpool fans. Ah, you're in the Europa League. But if we're in it, which we are, there's no getting away. Um, it's a competition I want to win but is Arsene Wenger's focus after spending you know after spending his money on Lacazette on bringing in uh, Kolosniak rumour has it Thomas Lamar is on the verge of joining uh, rumour rumour has it um, you know that's that's some scary strike force Ozil Sanchez Lamar Lacazette is Arsene Wenger going to focus purely on the Premier League um, or do you think he should go for both I think with the squad we've got we're um, we're more than capable of competing in both competitions I don't think Arsene Wenger is going to treat the Europa League in the way that he does with regards to something like the League Cup where he just fields kids we've got a team now where we can play the likes of Elneny Coughlin Wilshere um, even times when we don't play Mazzoz on a weekend perhaps and bring him in for a Europa League game we've got those options so it all relies on who goes out this summer and I do think they will be going out so the likes of Lucas Perez looks destined to leave the club which is in my view very sad I really uh, wanted him to see do well at Arsenal in his short time at the club did actually do quite well so shame to see him go but um Kieran Gibbs is going to be leaving as well. Jenkinson, Debushi, they're going to be leaving. We're a little bit threadbare on that right-hand side, maybe. So I'd be looking to bring in, after Lamar, if we do actually get him, it's all going to hinge on the future of Alexis Sanchez, of course, which we'll talk about later, but as well Olivier Giroud. If we lose Giroud and Sanchez and we've brought in Lamar and Lacazette, for me, that's a downgrade. Um, you know, we won't have as as efficient options. Giroud, whatever you think of him, is going to be a fantastic option if he does stay at the club. And it's a shame that it's a World Cup year coming up because if it wasn't for that World Cup year, then there's no doubt in my mind that he'd be more than happy to contribute from the bench as he did last season. But again, he is a player that can um, be starting week in, week out for a team such as 
you know, Everton or Marseille, as you mentioned. He's a top quality striker. Thirty, we're coming up to thirty-one years of age now, and wants to get in that France squad. So, it's a difficult one with regards to him. But with the players we've got and with the systems we can implement, I, I sincerely hope we stick with this back three next season. But we can also play a back four, which will benefit the likes of Walcott, um, etc., out on our wingers. So, you know, I'm excited by this team. I just hope that as uh, has failed us so many seasons in the past, we start well. Um, because that's what this season is going to hinge on massively, in my opinion. We've got to be prepared and we've got to start well against Leicester. I don't want this saga with Giroud, Alexis, uh, whatever other players are in the last year of their contracts to run on until that game, because then there's just uncertainty in the mind of the players. Mindset won't be right. So for me, um, in answer to your question, Craig, it's imperative that we've got all of these different options um, maybe not necessarily two different starting 11s, but players that can interchange with each other, players that can integrate into different systems. And I think we've got our Arsenal now, maybe one or two more signings. But for me, it's all going to all going to depend on the outgoings of this club. And um, we've just got to see how that unfolds. Lee, what, what's your opinion on that, mate? Um, you know, the more I sit here and think about it, the more I would prefer Arsenal Wenger to, to concentrate on the league. Um, but it still doesn't take away my, you know, what I said about the Europa League. It's a competition I want to win. But, the, wow. you know, some of the players that James names out there, you know, we could have two squads with some, you know, with some big names in them. Yeah, I, I think that also you've got to look at it is that a lot of the players are going to get a lot more games. You know, when you play Champions League and um, league games, you know, it's normally the same sort of set of squad that would be playing in that. But I think that the likes of Giroud can get probably, you know, something like 10 games, if you can't, League Cup games as well, before, you know, by, by September, October, November, you know, that ain't too bad, you know. So I think that, it, it, I, how I see it is, if you're playing at home on a Thursday night, we can get, we can play a few of the, the, the bigger players, if you like, so-called names. But when I, I'm talking about when we're travelling to, to Russia, those sort of places there, there's no point in the Sanchez's if he's still here, uh, Ozil's, all those guys travelling there, then coming back Saturday morning and then travelling off to Everton because this, this, this get this right about this uh, the champion, um, the Europa League. We're playing Chelsea after um, after Europa League. We're playing Everton away, Southampton away. Um, there, there, there are games, so if we're um, playing in Russia obviously we don't know if they're going to be home and away at this moment in time but this, you know if you're going over to Russia and then you've got Chelsea on the on the Sunday you know we don't we don't need that we, we, the, the Europa League yes great to win it and all that the, the, the two things that we've got to do this season is challenge for the title and get back into the Champions League that's 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 it for me you know and um, uh, obviously I want to see us challenging for the title can we do that on two fronts? Well, who knows? But I'd rather, I'd rather also, you know, that we we'll develop our players as well. Look at, um, you know, everybody goes on about the bad, badness of Europa League, but if it weren't for the Europa League, Harry Kane would never be where he is now because he was playing in the Europa League and um, he, he was scoring goals in that. And in the end, Pochettino couldn't leave him out. So he was getting experience in good, good competition. So I want to see that from one of our players, you know, like seeing the likes of this Nelson coming through and playing in that week in, week out. Sorry Why to not? Me, but I think this will actually be a great chance for Jack Wilshere in the Jack Wilshere, yeah, yeah, it's coming back. This fantastic call. You know, Jack Wilshere needs to play games. Play him in those games. You know, listen, if we can't get into the top two, 
um, in 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 those group stages with those sort of players, as you say, Cockerham, Wiltshire, and Elneny say as a midfield three, that, that's good. That's you know that's good enough. Um, obviously, a Wobi will get games um, in in that position there as well, like you know. And these sort of guys, and if Wiltshire can play these games, it's a fantastic point James is saying there. Get the momentum like um, Harry Kane did at um, Tottenham. Why not by by January uh, he could be a different player for us and and, and coming into the to the the league team um, with a good bit of games under his belt, you know. And uh, I think it's very very important that it could be use it to try and win it, you know, uh, to try and get into the next stage. Because don't forget, once we get to the next stage, all the Champions League teams drop in. So it's just about qualifying, which I think we should be able to do, and giving these young young kids an opportunity to play as well. And as as James says, the the, the injured guys coming back and, and performing as well. And I've got to say, just, you know, just while just while we're on the subject of um, young players, if anyone's in Australia watching this, um, or if we've got anyone in Australia that listens to it, um, you've done you've done Arsenal Football Club massively proud. Eighty thousand people um, turning out for two friendlies. Uh, against obviously Sydney and Western Sydney Wanderers, eighty thousand fans per game. Um, I saw all the photographs and all the all the videos of people at the airport getting pictures, getting signatures. I honestly didn't realise Arsenal had so many supporters um, in Australia. So if you're from Australia and you've been at the game, brilliant. You were absolutely yeah, brilliant. Um, you should be really proud of yourselves. You, you really did give Arsenal a great name. Um, like I say, 80,000 people for a friendly. I mean, the shithouses up the road couldn't even fill Wembley for a Europa League game. So, I mean, you know, says it all, really. Um, but back onto, the, back onto the young fellas. What an experience, James, for these young fellas. To, be, to, to you know, be on the aeroplane with the likes of Mercer Ozil and... Um, you know, Lacazette and and these players. And then, and then they're running out in front of 80,000 people. What an experience. Yeah, definitely, Craig. I mean, you look at the likes of, um, you know, the name that's already on our lips so much of the time at the moment is uh, Nelson, and rightly so. He was absolutely fantastic. But Joe Willock as well, uh, and Kaita, as I previously mentioned, these lads are just about 17 years old. And to be on a team, uh, team playing with, as you say, the likes of Ozil, Lacazette, Olivier Giroud, fantastic experience for them. And I just hope that next season we blood a few more of these players in because I think it's something we didn't do correctly last season. There were so many opportunities when we could have played guys that, you know, especially when things tailed off towards the end, we could have put people in like Rob Holding, who should have played a lot more last season, in my opinion, right from the start. But this season, we've got an opportunity to do it with the Europa League, as you rightly say. Nelson, definitely someone I want to see more of. If we have shipped out Chris Willock because this guy is so good, then you know, let's see that come to fruition. Um, but then Bielik as well, I think he can work brilliantly in a back in a back three. But also, uh, let's not forget Callum Chambers, still only 22. He's got a part to play in this team. Uh, lots of young players coming through. A lot of, a um, few young English players as well, which is really exciting to see. Ainsley Maitland-Niles looked, looked quality yeah. in those games. He's probably one I've missed out, actually. He looks really good. I, I, obviously, coming from where I come from, Ipswich, Ipswich Town was one of my local clubs. I used to go and watch Ipswich a lot. My buddy... Uh, was keeping me informed about him. Um, and he reckons he's, you know, shit up and he's going to be shit up. He spent a year at Ipswich, didn't he? So, you know, when he comes back into the Arsenal side, I think he looks really good. A very, very promising. Very promising. I'd say the only thing that worries me ever so slightly about Maitland-Niles, and given that he's only about 19 years old, it's not a huge problem, but his versatility versatility could maybe be a slight hindrance to him. 
They seem to be playing left wing back, right wing back, centre defensive midfield, right back. I mean, we've got. I don't want us to do what we did with Oxley Chamberlain and just play him absolutely everywhere because that's yeah. not going to benefit his development. We've got to find somewhere where he's good. For me, last season he looked he looked very solid in that uh, central midfield role in that game against um, Southampton away in the FA Cup. I thought he looked quality in that game. So let's find a place to bet him into the team. Very good player to have, considering he can play multiple positions. And, you know, for Joe Willock, Bielik, um, you know, we've got so many good young players coming through. I just hope that we uh, see a lot more of them next yeah. season. Very refreshing to see um, so many young players coming through um, and pushing for, you know, pushing for places. Carlin Cup, Europa League, um, so be it. All good for squad places, you know. Um, Lee... I forgot what I was going to ask you. <laughs> Give me a minute. It'll come back to me. Um, I can't remember. How many sugars do you take in your tea? Don't drink tea. Don't you? Okay. Coffee, man. Right, okay. Um, Not half a sugar. Eating coffee. I'm just trying to deflect. Is that dartboard electric behind you? Sagan? Is that dartboard electric behind you? No, it's just it's it's a snooker table. I remembered. Yeah. I've remembered. I've remembered. Like is it? Oh, I was going to ask him. Yeah, the ice break. On, just come back. He come back to me. Come back to me. Lacazette, um, our new record signing. Yeah. Um, number nine, Lacazette comes on. Um, Fifteen minutes, scores a goal. Lovely. Delighted to see him score a goal early. Yes, it's only a friendly. Um, yes, it was a mean, you know, a meaningless game. But good for the player, I think, Lee. Um, and just what I wanted to touch on was, I've never seen all the Arsenal players celebrate like that before. Um, for a friendly, uh, a goal. The whole team, you know, delighted for him. that He's come on the pitch and he's banged one in, one in for us within 15 minutes. Yeah, well, what I like about Lacazette, I don't know, I'm... At this moment in time, I think that like, he's got like a good little bit of sk- skills as well. You know, a good little um, invention with his play. Uh, what, what I what I like about it also, and I think that this is something that we'll do a lot next season, is we're going to hit teams on the break on the counter attack. And I think that he's got that little bit of pace that we 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 need. Um, as I say, it's early days at the moment, but you know, it's a good it's a good signing. I, I have to say that, but. I'm not getting carried away about the signing yet until I know what happens with Sanchez, you know. So I'm, I'm, I'm really like, if, if it'd be a fantastic signing if we keep Sanchez, but if it's going to be a replacement for Sanchez, I'm going to be furious because it's a definite, you know, uh, downgrade at this moment in time. But uh, as an addition to the squad, if that's the way it's going to be, I think it's fantastic. I love his little finish that he scored there. Um, that that's something that I think that there are times in games when we're on top and those sort of balls go across. How many times you see it, and, and it, oh, well. t- it you know it goes out for a throw on the other side, you know. So I think that's going to help our play. Uh, and I, I did like the way, like um, his movement and everything about him. Don't forget, you know, he's only what a week into training, week and a half into training. So uh, you know what I like about the Lacazette thing is that he's got four or five weeks in the Arsenal pre-season, getting used to it. He's not going to come there uh, normally like the end of ja- uh, the end of the transfer window yeah. and, and and try and get going. Like, you know, uh, unfortunately, someone like Perez had to do last season. I think, you know, I feel so... stuffy. You know, so... Um, but say, like, he's got the five or six weeks now before. Um, 
getting to know all the players, getting to know what all about Arsenal and all that. I think that that's great. I would like to see, I would like to see us get our, our, our other signing sorted out as well. And then we could, I can get excited about the season. I know, like James was saying, I was looking forward, I, I, looking forward to the season and all that. I'm just still in the back of my mind because it's Arsenal. I'm just worried we're going to get hit with a sucker punch, you know, and, and uh, something's going to happen. But um, I, I think, you know, what I've seen of Lacazette, I, I think it's something that we've needed for a few seasons. And, and, and let's be honest, he has excited everybody, and he? The, the, you know, with he's a signing that's, uh, excited our fan base, you know, and uh, which is what you want, you know. If if everything goes to plan and Chamberlain and uh, Sanchez sign, and say Lamar does sign as well, you know, going into that first game against um, Leicester on a Friday night, we're all going to be buzzing going to the game because it's that's that's what we haven't had for a long, long time. So, you know, just fingers crossed that everything. You know that they do the right things this time, Arsenal. They're, they're setting out the right noises. Uh, I like what um, Wenger said: hundred um, percent Chamberlain staying. He's sort of been positive that Sanchez is staying. Uh, and, and if that's the case, then I think this Lacazette sign is going to be a fantastic one. I really do. Just before I get James's uh, opinion on Lacazette, thank you for everyone um, that's joined us live. Thank you very much. Don't forget, if you haven't subscribed, you can. Uh, the button's down there or down there I'll just cover it with both hands just in case and if you haven't followed us on Twitter yet please do at same old AFC James Lacazette are you excited as much as me about Lacazette the fox in the box that we have been absolutely crying out for um, for the last what God knows God knows how many years Um, I am totally totally besotted with this bloke I think he's going to score 25-30 goals next year I'll, 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 I'll put myself on the line. Um, I just... He could be like our, our next Ian Wright. You know how Ian Wright just, just pop up, you know, and poof, it's, you know, it's in the back of the net before, you could, before, before anyone else could do anything about it. Um, you know, and Ian Wright liked to score the odd spectacular goal, the odd header, the odd this. I'm so looking forward to seeing him playing in the Premiership. Do you uh, do you share my enthusiasm about him, James? Yeah, of course I do. I'd, I'd be silly not to. Um, £50 million signing looks an absolute class bit of business as well, given the cost of transfers nowadays and the fact that we've um, we've snipped, it, snipped him up so quickly. I mean, you look at Atletico Madrid that we're looking to get him in. Uh, that fell through, thankfully for us, and we've managed to get it done before anyone else has um, been sniffing around him. So really pleased in that sense. But... Um, that first game as well, I mean, just the way he came on, strutted his stuff and the way he just took that almost slow motion run into the box, finished that uh, finished that pass from Awobi beautifully and, you know, it just gets us all the more excited. And as uh, Lee rightly says, if we can keep hold of Mozozo Alexis Sanchez, going to that game against, against Leicester on Friday, I mean, I'm going to be absolutely buzzing for that because, um, again, to quote Lee, it's, it's that excitement we haven't felt for so long and... Lacazette is the striker that we've needed for. He's a signing we've needed for the past five years. Um, it, with all due respect to Olivier Giroud, he's the world-class striker to come in, Lacazette, and replace uh, what we had in Robin van Persie. You would hope that. You know, I don't want to throw around terms like world-class too soon, but I do honestly hope that, given his record in Liga, um, he can echo that in, in the Premier League. And you know, it might take time. It might take him a couple of months. Um, you know, it took Perez a good long time to settle into the club. It could be the same for Lacazette still only just turned 26 years old. So his best years are definitely ahead of him. And I'm really excited by this signing. Um, but again, 
as we have mentioned so many times, it's uh, all a case of can we keep Alexis? Can we keep Mazzotto? Because that front three of Alexis, Ozil and Lacazette, and then with options such as Olivier Giroud, Fia Walcott in, in behind. I mean, it's it's incredibly exciting, and I I sincerely hope that we keep him. And um, in, in in terms of relation to Ian Wright, I mean, it's a bit before my time to talk about Ian Wright, but. You know, he looks like a poacher. He looks like a goal scorer. And um, I'm incredibly incredibly excited by the prospect of him signing for the Arsenal. Oh, don't get me wrong. I'm not comparing him to Ian Wright. That's, that, that's, that, that's a massive uh, comparison. I'm just saying I think he could be our next Ian Wright um, type player. Uh, to compare Ian Wright, to compare him to Ian Wright, that'd be awesome. I'd be putting me bollock on the chopping board there. But, um, <laughs> you know, well, I just think he, he just reminds me of him. You There's know, a lot to like about him. Like yeah, even yeah. in that game against Western Sydney Wanderers, you know, he didn't get on the score sheet. He had a fairly quiet game, but his link up for the goal that we scored, you know, the little ball into Monterey, the yeah. way he holds up the ball as well. For a short guy, as a striker, holds up the ball really well. Incredibly strong. That's what I was more impressed with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know? yeah I mean, it's, it just shows it's sort of more imperative that we keep Giroud as well because these yeah. two options, you could see them working really well together in a front too. I mean, you just... Um, I mean, you've got to look at that game against Western Sydney Wanderers. Giroud kind of does have to take note of Lacazette because they could very well be working up front together next season. And I'd, I'd say that's maybe one slight worry is that if we are to keep Giroud, he doesn't seem to be too um, too keen on passing to Lacazette. But I'd be interested to get your thoughts on that one, Craig. Passing the ball to Lacazette? I don't, I, I don't get that. People are saying, oh, did you see Giroud? He didn't celebrate with Lacazette. Oh, Giroud won't pass the ball to Lacazette. I, I I don't see that. Lacazette was giving the ball to Giroud. Now, if there was if there was any bit of a problem there, surely Lacazette wouldn't be giving him the ball. You know, I mean, they're professional footballers. There they can't be any room. There can't be any of that on the pitch. Uh, and if there is, then Giroud's got to go. If that's if if Giroud is the problem here, if Giroud is going, you know, or is he jealous of him or what? I don't know. If that's happening, Giroud's got to go. No question. See you later. Go away. I just want to come into that. I didn't see that. Um, I, 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 I see Giroud passing to Lacazette in the game. I see. Yeah, it. A, a lot of people. Yeah. I think. I think a lot of people are, look, are, are looking too much into it because of the France thing. You know. Yeah, I also think, Craig, that you know, from from Giroud's point, you know, he scored the goal. I, I don't think he's even dismissed Lacazette. I think he's just pleased that he scored. And you know, it's a bit like you know, is it like? Focused in in doing well and scoring goals. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't. I really yeah. do. I don't. I don't think believe that. Definitely right. didn't purposely ignore him. No, no, I don't think so. I just I think that he's caught up in the moment. He's, he's he's out there to to prove himself. By the way, which is not a bad thing to do in pre season training, that he's being pushed, and that's what you want. He's not like you know. And I think it, I don't see nothing wrong in that. I, I really do. I think it's people trying. The trouble with Arsenal at the moment is a lot of things. Everybody's just trying to scaremonger things a little bit with Arsenal. It's always been the case, you know. I, I, I put it at this point, you know. Spurs have not signed no one, and no one's getting onto the, the Pochettino's case or, or Tottenham's case and slagging you know, As soon as we sign someone, oh, he's you know he's not in the France squad. He's not he's not good enough for France and the blah blah blah. Then it's you know oh we don't get on with Giroud. So and so, this what you know. I mean, there is these people right on Twitter, right? People say to me, "Oh, you're so you know." When when we're talking about games, oh, you're so negative all the time. Oh my God, you never talk about the good things. You know, well, let's be fair. There hasn't been much good things to talk about, is there? No, there hasn't. And and, and another thing is, if I'm talking about a match that I've just watched, you know, I'm going to talk about the player who played well, but I'm also going to talk about the player who was not good enough. 
Um, and I want to know why he wasn't good enough. And we'll praise the player that played well because he deserves praise. It might be one week the player who didn't play very well gets the slagging. The next week he's out of this world and, you know, the sun, the, the sun shines out of his you-know-what. Yeah, it's, it's, exactly. it's just the way it goes. Do you know it's what I mean? This is, this is football. We're not pundits. We're, you know, we're not pundits that are not, you know, we're fans. We're emotionally tied. What, 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 what fascinates me about everybody on, on there is like, you know, I'm critical, critical of Mesut Ozil, I'm critical of Arsene Wenger, I'm critical of whoever, um, Aaron Ramsey, whoever it will be. But when they're doing well, they still can't admit that they've done well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Thing. I can't yeah. understand that. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, oh, he's got, you know, I've, I've, I hate Mesut Ozil, so if he, don't, if he does do well, I'm going to look for an excuse why he yeah. hasn't done well. And That's pretty good, Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can't understand that, you know what I mean? Like, you know, it's like, um, I, I'm going to say it now, I, I, I do like Aaron Ramsey. I believe that if Aaron Ramsey gets himself fit and plays like in a proper pre-season, like he did in this game yesterday, uh, yesterday I thought he was outstanding yesterday in that first half, looking like, the, the, you know, I think he scored four goals in his last five games now, or something like that. He's looking a little bit sharper and all that. Scores a great goal. Straight away, on, on comes the thing of, Ah, oh, he's only playing against Australia. It's a friendly. It's this, yeah. it's that. Like Meza Özil, the, the Meza Özil uh, fan club would turn around and say, "Oh, didn't Meza Özil do great in that game there?" You know, or, or uh, Lacazette scored. Oh, it's, it's, it don't matter. He's, he's off the mark. There's never. There's always agendas. I can't understand that. You know, I'm an Arsenal fan who wants Arsenal to win, regardless. I don't give a monkey's how they win it as long as they win. But, yeah, if, if a player plays well... Like, like for last season, I, I slagged off Giroud at Tottenham because I thought he was a disgrace. But, but when, um, when he put on that goal for um, uh, Aaron Ramsey in the cup final, it was a sublime bit of play. I'm loving him again because yeah. he's just won us... It helps us win the cup. And but that's, I, what, that's how it goes. Yeah, so that's how it goes. That's, 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 that's football that's, fans yeah, are. We're fickle. Exactly. exactly. We exactly. Sol Campbell for, for five years or yeah. how long he played for Spurs and then all of a sudden we, <laughs> we love him. You know what I mean? Like, you know? It's the way it goes. It's the way it goes. I mean, it's the way it is. You know, if Harry Kane signed for Arsenal tomorrow, you know, He's a goner. He's a goner. You know, yeah. that's it. He's done. We've always loved him, even when he played for Spurs. But um, <laughs> it's the thing with Arsene Wenger, with me and Arsene Wenger, you know. It's a love-hate relationship. People know that I would, I would have preferred him to go at the end of the season. Um, but he hasn't. So we have to get on with it and support the team and support the manager. Um what he's what he's been doing this season so far is exciting me. So I have to give him a bit of credit for that. You know, it, it, if he hadn't have made the Lacazette signing or you know or or the cross, I think a player that we're forgetting to talk about here. Actually, I've got to say is uh, cross. I don't know. Yeah, if I'm looks saying, fantastic. I, I hope I'm saying that. Yeah, he does look good. How'd you say it? Kolasinac. Kolasinac. Well, I've been calling him Klosniak. Collie. Why don't you just call him Collie? Why don't we just call like him Collie. Beast. The, the Beast. The Serbian Beast. It's just going to give us a different dimension. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think Arsenal do lack a little bit of power. You know, um, But all of a sudden, he's, he's coming to the side. Again, it's only friendlies, I know, but you know what he done last season, what everybody talks about. He does look a good player and to get him for free, you know, that's that's fantastic bit of business. You yeah, know, So... Um, yeah, listen, at the moment, you've got to give Arsene Wenger credit where credit's due. You agree with that, James? Team of the season 
Craig, German defender, mate. mate. He is a he is a man mountain. He is unbelievable. This player we've got. Um, and to get him on a free, I mean, I know it's been said so many times, but if he wasn't on a free, then we're looking to pay twenty five, thirty million for this guy. He's just turned twenty four. I mean, he's he's unbelievably big for his age. Um, and he's, he's just powerful. And people forget as well, as big as he is, he's got that turn of pace. He's a pacey guy. He's got very agile feet. Yeah. He's a very, very tricky player. Um, and he can play in so many different positions as well. He can play in that left centre-back role. He can play left wing-back. And he can play left-back. So we've got a very good option there in Colosinac. And, you know, I'm just I'm just buzzing to see how he's uh, he's going to fit into this Arsenal team. But as well... Um, Nacho Monreal, how good has he been this preseason so yeah. far? I mean, he, yeah. he looks absolute quality. So I do feel bad for Kieran Gibbs, to be honest, because he's a he's a bloke that I absolutely adore. But the two options we've got now, even though Monreal's coming up, so I think he'll be 31, 32 in, um, in the new year. Uh, to, have, to have two options like Monreal and Colosinac is, uh, is brilliant. And the fact that they can play in such versatile positions on that left-hand side, left centre-back, left wing-back, um, left-back, it's, it's a fantastic place to be in. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm really excited to see how we'll slot into the team. Yeah, and I'm really excited to watch him chop Deli Ali. Like I said two weeks ago, chop Deli Ali and send him on one of those sideward somersaults. <laughs> Can't fucking wait to see that. <laughs> Just before we move on to the topic of the evening, I think you all know what's coming up. If you want to tweet us some questions, do. Um, for all of you watching live, if you want to tweet a question to us, use um, the Twitter account. At same old AFC, um, tweet us a question, uh, and when we're finished talking about um, Alexis Sanchez, I'll get through as many of them as I can. Lads, the big news obviously this week, um, well, that has come the last day, um, is that Alexis Sanchez gave an interview and said he's made his mind up, it's over to Arsenal. Now, a lot of people. I think I've misinterpreted what Alexis Sanchez has actually said here. Uh, my interpretation of that is he's made his mind up and I think he's staying. Um, now it's over to Arsenal. That part being, bring in some more people, bring in some more players, get us back into the Champions League and I'm going to stay. James, I hope my interpretation is what how you interpreted it. No, it's the complete opposite, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I think I think from what he said, and uh, if you compare it to what Moza Ozil said the other week, saying that his intention was to stay at the club, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it comes across completely different. And his body language as well in the interview, I mean, I watched it. Um, I don't speak Spanish, by the way it comes across. It comes across a bit half-heartedly. I don't think he's got any real burning desire to stay at this club. And that's me being brutally honest. I could be totally wrong. I don't know what's going on in his head. I wouldn't want to assume it either, but... The way he comes out and says, I want to play Champions League football. I want to win the Champions League. Um, I, I don't know if you'll... I think what he's looking at uh, now is he, he's made it clear to Arsenal that he perhaps wants to leave. Um, but, I mean, it, it's a really tough one to call, to be honest, Craig, because we're hearing so many different things. I mean, we, he comes out yesterday and says that he wants to play in the Champions League. It's always been his dream, and that would imply that he's he wants to move to a champ, Champions League club this season. That's that's obviously how he's going to win it, by getting, going to a Champions League team. But then again, Wenger comes out the other day and says that he's held positive talks with Alexis over over the summer via text message. Um, I mean, what what are we to make of that? I mean, who do we believe in this instance? It's, uh, it's very conflicting, very contrasting reports, and it, it just feels very... Very Van Persie-esque to me at the minute. Yes. 
um, but I, I hope we learn our lesson because I mean we're we're not a club at the minute that needs well, what did we get for Van Persie saying stupid like twenty five million, 25 we, million yeah. yeah we we don't we don't really as, even if it was a hundred million for Alexis we don't necessarily need that um, what's more valuable to us in terms of a title challenge are his goals are his one or two assists uh, I mean he can offer so much to this club and he's one of our best players the front three we've got I mean. Everyone goes on about how excited he could be by this this system at Manchester City where he could play with De Bruyne and Jesus. You look at Arsenal now, we could potentially line up with Alexis, Ozil and Lacazette and then have options such as Olivier Giroud. The project is Arsenal is exciting and he should be able to buy into that. Yes, he's going to miss out on the Champions League for one season, but I don't think it's a case of he'll turn 30 next season and suddenly you know his whole world falls apart. It might do for some players, but he's an incredibly fit guy you look at Ronaldo he's coming up to, I think it'll be what 33 next season and he's you know in the best form of his life scoring goals left right and centre unbelievable Champions League final performance if Alexis can be as fit as Ronaldo continues to play the football into his mid-30s then he's got no problem on that front whatsoever and he strikes me as that guy so I sincerely hope that he continues with Arsenal I don't think he'll sign a contract this summer I think that um, I, I hope that Arsene Wenger is true to his word and keeps him on because we don't need the money for him at this moment in time and uh, I hope that we do well with the club. And by January, he sees that we're doing well. We're competing on all fronts. Again, that's a that's a big ask, given how we tend to do around January, March time. Um, but, yeah, I hope he'll sign a contract at some point next season. But as I say, said earlier, the longer it drags out, the uh, the more frustrating it will be for not just yeah. us as fans, but squad and Aston Wenger as well. Absolutely, mate. Lee, just going on what James said there, I have to agree with him about it scaring me because... It's, Wenger told us that Van Persie wasn't leaving. Mm. Wenger told us that Fabregas wasn't leaving. Uh, 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 you know, and he left. You know, the list goes on. And some people are going to come out and say, well, yeah, of course, Arsene Wenger's not going to come out and say, yeah, he's going. Um, Why not? We, well, because he, he just doesn't do things like that, does he? The other point is what I, what I want to say is this. If Alexis does stay for another year, um, and it's kind of against his will, uh, which it looks like it might be, if you know, if if my if James's interpretation is is correct, that's not good either. Um, you know, I would rather sell him if he wants to leave. I would rather sell him now. I know James says that we don't need the money; we probably don't. But it would be a nice little chunk of money to have in the back pocket um, come January. I would rather sell him now. If I'm talking about James's interpretation, um, Lee, what what what's going on, mate? Will Alexis Sanchez, you know, a couple, couple of things with Alexis Sanchez that you've got to be there. I, I personally, this is what I personally thinks happened. He's probably turned around and said to Arsenal, "Look, I'm I'm, I'm willing to stay, uh, but I'm not going to sign a contract yet, All right, and because I'm going to see where it's going to go. I want Champions League football, um, you know. It, so it's up to Arsenal if they." decide to go along those lines. Two two things that I think, if I'm, I'm going to say like that, I think that he might stay. One was when he's in an interview in Chile, uh, when he was playing for Chile, when he said about he's staying for Arsenal, he's laughing and joking about it, laughing, I know what I'm going to do and all that. Now, if he was going to leave and he's laughing and joking and that, I think that's a totally disrespectful to Arsenal and Arsenal's fans. I don't think he's that sort of guy, if I'll be honest. That's That's one thing. He arrives in Chile where he's got all the press are all going to be around him because he's back in Chile and he's wearing an Arsenal hat. You know, what, you know, 
is he just going? Is he just doing this to wind up Arsenal fans, or is he just saying that you know I, I do want to stay, but give me the deal that I want to and the insurances that I want? I think if I was if I was Alexis Sanchez, I'm in the most powerful position of a contract that I can ever be. One year left, I would turn around to Arsenal if it was me and say, look, I'll sign a contract. You want me to sign it, but if if we don't challenge for the league um, and we're like we did this season. Then you give me the give me assurances that I can leave uh, at, the, at the at the following season, so that I don't leave for nothing or something like that. That is what I would say, um, and show me the ambition that's going to make me believe that we can win the Champions League. Because at the moment, Lacazette, I'm afraid, is not going to win us the Champions League. Um, I, I went to uh, the Champions League final in May. Juventus got beaten by Real Madrid. Was it? I can't even remember now. Three or four one, I think it was. Juventus are a far better team than us. Far better team than us. You know, they would have annihilated us that day. You know, so we've got a lot of lot of work to do. We're, we're, we've started off okay. I think last season it looked pretty good. But uh, seriously, are we are we gonna are we gonna win the league this season with this with this current squad at the moment? No. We've got to add a couple more players. Now, if Arsenal go out and do that, then I'm afraid that you know Arsenal can't do no more. Can't do no more than say to, to to Alexis Sanchez, look, we've gone and got Lacazette, we've gone and got Lamar, we've gone and got so-and-so. We're showing the ambition, Alexis, that we can be a, a really good side. James has put up a great point there. You know, that is an exciting project. If you get Lamar in, you get Lacazette, you've got, you know, uh, there's a real good possibility that we could do really well next season. So I think that there are some positives in there. It, Listen, you know, you can go on about the Van Persie thing. You can go on about the Fabregas thing. You know, you cannot keep kidding supporters by keep saying, like, yeah, he's not going to go. You know, like, it's not just them two. You've got to go on to the likes of uh, Nasri as well. That happened. No, he's not going to go. But we was in a position then when we was financially not in a, in a very good position. and We've accepted those deals. But now we're in a different position where we don't have to do that. And I... I I want to start trusting Arsene Wenger again. I want to start trusting him as a manager and I want to start trusting him as a, as a, as a link between the club and us fans. You know, what he says is realistically what, what us fans should believe in. Everything Arsene Wenger says, we should take on board that. And I want to do that again. At this moment in time, everything Arsene Wenger says, I don't really believe it now, Craig. You know what I mean? But 10 years ago, if, if, if Arsene Wenger said he was God, I would have believed him. You know what I mean? Like, because that's how much respect I had for him. Mm. But over the years, that's diminished because of what he's done. But he has turned around and he said in that press conference yesterday that he's got positive feelings that, that Sanchez is going to stay. He's said that the Ox is 100% going to stay. We all know that Mesut Ozil's virtually signed his contract. But at this moment in time, with the thing with Ozil, Ozil's come out and said, yeah, he wants to stay at Arsenal. It doesn't necessarily mean that he's going to sign the contract, you know, but he's, he has come out of a positive sort of statement. Now, Sanchez has not come out with really anything. He's, he's you know, uh, you could look at it. I think what he said there, really, you two sum it up really well because you both interpret it different ways. You know, no one really knows what he's wanting to do, but I, I, I am in this position. It doesn't matter how good a player you are. If he doesn't want to be at the club, then let's get let's get rid. I, I, yeah. I, I, I'm I'm in that position because if you look back in, there's going to be a stage 
when Alexis Sanchez is not going to be at Arsenal anyway. In four years' time, he's not going to be here. You know what I mean? So if it's a year earlier or whatever, you have to accept it. This has been going on at Arsenal Football Club since I can remember as a kid growing up when I was so upset when Liam Brady left to go to uh, Juventus. And it's continued to happen through the, through the years. You know, all, all the way through. You know, look at the scenario we had with Patrick Vieira. All the times, every season, is he going to go? Is he going to stay? Is he going to go? You know what I mean? I love Patrick Vieira, but he started to weigh me down. And then the time when you thought he weren't going to bloody leave, he bloody left. Yeah, he left. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, there, there is a, every player's got a timeline. Uh, and that's the way it is. Now, if, if it's not this season, it'd be next season. So, if he doesn't want to sign and he doesn't want to play for Arsenal, I've never really had a, a bad for Robin Van Persie. I, I, as a footballer, for ambition and all that, like you know, I never blamed him for going to Man United because you know he wanted to win the league. He proved it that he wanted to do that. You know, he he, he went up to Arsenal and said, "What are you going to sign?" And he, he said, "Well, I'm going to sign so and so and so." He said, "I'm off then." You know, I don't think that we're doing that with Sanchez. I think that we've. You know, by signing Lacazette, you know, we are showing a little bit of ambition. But we signed Lacazette for 55 million. Man United come in and signed Lukaku for 70 million. Uh, Chelsea go and spend a lot of money. Uh, Manchester City have all spent more money than us. You know, we've got to, I'm not saying that's what, what it's all about, but these teams show their ambition year in, year out. And we've got to, com- if we're going to compete, we've got to do that. And I just think that with Sanchez, you know, he's a fantastic footballer. He is, you know what I mean? And listen, if we do lose him, we, we are going to be weak. But then it's up to Arsenal to go, right, OK, you're going to go, Sanchez. Right, right, we're going to now get £60 million for you and we're going to go all out for getting Mbappe or we're going to go all out to get somebody else that wants to come play for this football club. The one thing that I will say about Lacazette, he's come to Arsenal without Champions League football. That... That means that he wants to come to Arsenal because he wants to come to Arsenal. And if Lamar comes the same, I'll embrace these sort of signings because they've come of not of all this Champions League. I want Champions League stuff. They've come because they want to play for Arsenal. Now, if if Sanchez come to Arsenal because he wanted to play Champions League and win the Champions League, why did he come to Arsenal in the first place? Because he was never going to win it with us. And you know he was already I mean? at Barcelona. Yeah, he was already at Barcelona. Great so, exactly. So, so you know. Um, He's not going to go back to Barcelona. He's not going to go to Real Madrid. What Manchester City, you know, turns around to me and says, that's, that's a sign of a lot, you know, getting money. It's a lot of money thing. You know, they'll probably have a very, very good chance of winning the league next season. Champions League, I don't think so. So, you know, it's a tough, tough, you know, this is a poignant, and I'd really stress this now, this, this summer now is poignant to Arsenal what happens with Alexis Sanchez and how we go about it. Um, and it could be the making of us or it could be the breaking of us. And that's, that's, as, that's as it is now. And that's, but I will stress this. One player is not bigger than Arsenal Football Club and he is not bigger than Arsenal That'd Football be right. Club. And, and that's the end of it. Like, you know, and I, I, when people turn around and say, ah, he's mad if you, you must be mad if you want him to leave. No one wants him to leave. But I want Ars- I want Alexis Sanchez to stay at Arsenal because he wants to stay at Arsenal. Absolutely. I don't want him to leave either. Really, I don't. But if he wants to go, get rid. Get yeah. him out. Get the money. Thanks, Alexis. Bye-bye. Uh, I just want to pick up on one thing you said there, Lee. 
Uh, Simon Lukaku for 75 million is not ambitious. It's fucking lunacy. Um, it, so it, I just... it, it, it is. It is. But it's what Manchester United need. You know, you look at Mourinho no. when he was successful at Chelsea. Who did he have up front? He had Dropper up front. Pace, power, uh, a little bit well, cumbersome at times. But that's the way they play. I'm and sorry. I, I, Comparing I, I, Lukaku to Drogba. No, I'm not saying it is. I do, I, you know, listen, you can get... I, I, I could, you could get 100 tweets now. I could go back into some tweets and everybody's saying we should get Lukaku. You know what I mean? No. Like, you know, um, I'm not saying that it's... I, I, if you want my honest opinion out of Lacazette and Lukaku, I'd have Lacazette. I really Absolutely. do believe that. You know what I mean? I just think, but... Who'd you rather have, Lukaku or Giroud? Well, as well as Lacazette. Yeah. If you could have, if, if, if you could have one or the other to play up front with Lacazette, who would it be? Giroud or Lukaku? I'd, I'd probably be inclined to say Lukaku. I mean, I, I think Giroud... Five years ago. Oh, no, no, five years ago, yeah. No, I, I think, Giroud, there, I think Giroud, you know, is 31. Well, I don't know, that's a tough one, Craig, that is, you know. Uh... Yeah, the only reason I'd be going with Lukaku is because he's... Um... He's only like 23, isn't he? Yeah. 23, 24. Yeah. He's still very raw, isn't he? I, 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 you know, I, think I don't rate still... him. I never have done. Um, hate me. I don't care. At me. I don't care. I've never rated the geezer. Um, I think the tweet I saw about him was absolutely fabulous about the United fans needing protective glasses to protect themselves from his second touch. Um, but look, he might make me... Premiership proven, though, Craig. He is, he is, but he might, he he might make me humble pie. He might do. I hope not. But at, at, <laughs> at the moment, no way. I I I I'd have to rule over him again. Hate me, at me, hashtag me. I don't care. That's what that's what I'd have. Um, we've got no questions, and I'll tell you why we've got no questions because of King Love Island. I've just gone through my timeline and everyone's tweeting about Love Island. Um, <laughs> even Amanda. Oh, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. My JC's on it tonight. I'm going to watch it. And she's tweeting about Love Island. Thanks very much, Amanda. Um, <laughs> they can all catch up later, see? That's the thing, though, you know? Yeah, I suppose so. Watch well, us I'll tell you what we can Oh, no, we got a question. We've got a question. Just before we go, Ryan Fletcher, what are you guys on his opinions? We didn't talk about the kits. Yeah, it's just about to say that. The new kits and the shite kits. Um, What are you guys, honest opinions on all three new kits for the forthcoming season? The red one, this is mine. The red one, it's all right. The third kit is beautiful. Um, The black and pink one is beautiful. I love it. That's the one I'm going for this year. Pink. Pink. The white is black. Pink. Got a pink trim. Or as I like to call it. I salmon. bet you like the pink panther when that no, was it's in it, didn't salmon. You? Salmon now, we're going for salmon. Yes. Pink, black and salmon. No, I'll talk about the second kit then. The, the, the away kit is a disgrace. Thank it's you. horrible. It looks like something you find in an Egyptian no no disrespect to Egyptian markets. It's something like you'd find in an Egyptian market. I think the irony of that is it first got leaked from an Egyptian market. Yeah. Oh, did it? Well, there's the yes. irony. There you go. Um, the badge looks like... Uh, yeah, it's awful. It's, 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 yeah, it's, it's awful. It's horrible. People uh, say about blue kits and all that. 
Oh, we've had nice blue kits and all that. I don't mind a blue kit with a yellow trim. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like Arsenal Football Club is red and white, yellow and blue. That's how you, that's how it was. Why keep going and changing it? I don't mind the third kit. Do it with a third kit. You know, in my day, there wasn't such a thing as a third kit. You know what I mean? That's oh, third kit, money making. That's yes. all that is. Like, you know what I mean? We we, we make some more money. Out it is a bloody honest. nice kit, though. I've got to say, I do like that black one. It's a bit sexy. I, I do like it. Yeah, I might right. even buy the whole kit. Oh, well, we're going to wear suspenders. I'm wearing it to bed. Right? Yeah, I'm wearing it to bed. Yeah, pink suspenders. No, it's look, listen. Why don't my missus go for a bit of that? Yeah. No, anyway, go on. Buy, buy that for a bit. That's enough of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I don't, I don't look, look, listen, the fur kit, you can do whatever you like with the fur kit. I thought, like, you know, the last couple of Arsenal kits have been really good, I think, like away kits. You know, last season's kit I really liked. The one before that, when we won the FA Cup against Aston Villa, loved that kit. You know, but so this blue thing, well, you know, it's a monster. It's a Spurs fan that's designed that, sure. Do you remember that, um, that night kit back in, I think it was about... Oh two, oh three, maybe it was a blue Nike just like that with a similar little with the circles on it as well. Yes, I remember there's a really famous picture of Patrick Vieira in it. That was a really nice kit. But it was nice. This my favourite ever Arsenal kit. My favourite ever Arsenal kit. Yeah, at the trim. Yeah, scored at Liverpool in that. Was one two goal? Fantastic kit. Don't mind the blue kit, but it's got. Don't mind the blue kit, but didn't have that have a yellow O two. Yeah, I think it had a white O two and yellow trim, yellow trimming. It did. Right. There was a little, there was a little thing on the sleeve, like a little, yeah, a little bit of yellow. It was, it was that. Correct. That was lovely. Well, well, my favourite Arsenal kit ever was the bruised banana one. Ah, oh. <laughs> I still got that. I still got it at home. <laughs> it was a lovely yeah, awful my brother's kit. still got his one as well. Nineteen ninety-eight one was oh, a good one. Yeah, that was a kit. Do you remember that? That was a good. I'll tell you the best kit. Right, go back to about 84. I think it was uh, in the year Charlie Nicholas had it. I think it could have been an Adidas one, yellow, yellow and blue kit. Yeah, the tight shorts on. God, I don't know. You like a bit of tight shorts, Lee, do you? <laughs> well, I did back in the 80s, you know. But, uh, that was a great kit, like, you know. But all oh, this now, come on, come on. This, no, no, that Bruce Bananas one for me. James, your favourite ever Arsenal kit to date? My favourite ever Arsenal kit. Um, you know, it'd have to be the uh, claret and oh, the Highbury one, yeah, the uh, no, yeah, that one up there. But the uh, the European one we had, one of our first Nike kits with um the third shirt. It was it was uh, hoops, claret and oh, uh, navy yes. hoops. Yes, I remember that. Yeah. What I one? That and oh, I had yes, that yeah, the yeah. Per- yes, that was that was half decent. Yeah, I had that long. That I had that. that was a. And I had it on at the Emirates the day Bentner scored that header against Spurs when he come on <laughs> off the bench. I had it on that day. Yeah, I'll tell you another, another nice kit, the one we wore in the Champions League final. Yeah, beautiful kit. Beautiful kit. Yellow and blue, beautiful kit. Yeah, yeah I think that was my, my, my second you know Arsenal what, top, that one. Do you know what someone said to me the other day? Now, I'm not going to quote him. I'm not going to mention his name. We were having a conversation about it. But name... name Name a time when Arsenal have won a trophy without yellow and blue as their away kit. And I Community can't... shield in red. 
I can't think. You know, you go. That's not like, a trophy, James. That's a no, I mean, let's get that out of the way. We're not Man United fans. So we we, we had yellow and blue last year, and we won the FA Cup. Yellow and blue when we beat Aston Villa. I don't know about Hull. What kind of that? Oh, 2005 when we beat Man United on penalties. That was red and white, though, wasn't it? We had red and white yeah. on that. Wasn't, wasn't no, it's a wake. It was yellow, like you know. What I mean, so don't know if you didn't play in it. Oh, I see. Oh, bloody hell! We'll be here all night. Right, and uh, 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 he was saying that he he thinks that we've won more trophies when we've had an, a yellow and blue away kit that season than any, than any other time. Like, obviously, 98, we had a yellow and blue kit, yeah? Yeah. We had the... 2002, we had that... Do you remember that sort of goldy colour one? Yes. We won We won that. The uh, the Invincible season was the other yellow and blue with a blue O2 on it. Correct. Right, you know, so... Yes, yeah, the one at Old Trafford was the Seager one, wasn't it? The golden dark blue. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's right. That's it, yeah. So you got like, you know, I'm, 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 I'm thinking to myself, do you know what? You could be right here. I think, well, didn't we win the, um, in the U8 when we won the Cup Winners Cup, we had a yellow and blue kit. So anyway, he's saying that and I, 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 I you know, I'm going to have to do my research on it, but if anybody can come up with a, with a season that we won a trophy with, uh, well, certainly, you know, well, it's like we, we, uh, sorry, sorry to interrupt you, Lee, but um, Love Island must have finished or something because um, <laughs> being uninvited now, of course. Oh, right. I can't read all these all out loud. We'll be here all bloody night. Sorry about that. Um, one second now. Uh, Claude says, Giroud better than Lukaku. I've, I've heard, heard it all now. Yeah. Oh, he, he's just come on because he has been watching that. Yeah, Island. that's it. Yeah. He um, is, I didn't know. say Giroud was better. I said I'd rather. Didn't say he was better. Um, he loves all those blokes in the shortsters, Claude. I said, you know, <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just my personal opinion. That's all. Um, this uh, this comes in from AG Rose. I went to LA Galaxy Manchester United game last night, and Lukaku was awful. Took him out of my dream team when I got home. <laughs> Daniel friendly. Yeah, true. Very true. Um, <laughs> doing the forty nine, Craig. You are a champ. Thank you, mate. Next one. Is this summer? How many more signings do you think Arsenal should make? Um, and who? Ambition for me would be Lamar Stroke, Mares, Van Dijk, and a central midfielder enforcer. Yeah, ambition. I mean, Van Dijk. Don't know about Van Dijk. Yeah, I'd, I'd sign Van Dijk tomorrow. Would you? James? Yeah, Van Dijk and Lamar. Happy. That's a very, very good transfer window. Very, very good. Yeah, no, I think um, I, I, it depends how much Van Dijk's going for, to be honest. Yeah, I yeah. think if we're looking to bring in Lamar as well and Van Dijk, then we're spending in upwards of well over £150 million, which for Arsenal, I'm not too sure is a realistic possibility. Um, but it, it'd be a quality signing, let's not forget that. I mean, he's one of the top centre-halves in the Premier League. Um, and, and with Mertzacker, you know, retire, retiring at the end of next season, uh, what does the future hold for someone like Callum Chambers? Uh, Gabriel as well, who's somewhat of a fringe player. Uh, I mean... A centre back would not be um, would not be a bad shout. So I think whilst we've got good options there, and I don't think we will sign a centre half because I do think Wenger's happy with the options we've got. It certainly wouldn't go amiss. I mean, the area I would be looking at is potentially that right centre back, right wing back sort of role. Yeah, absolutely. I think Ramsey and Xhaka are looking pretty sexy. 
Yeah, um, together. yeah, they're looking good. Um, and then in behind them, we've got Will Shearer and Innie Cocker. Yeah, it's, you know, it's looking, it is looking nice for next year. And that's why I'm so excited. I am, this is the first time I've been excited about the kickoff of the season for a long, long time. Um, a long, long time. I've been dreading the last two or three years. But hopefully, Arsene Mendes. That's what back. signing does. Yeah, exactly. It's what a signing does. Um, it makes us excited. Hopefully, he can follow it up with Lamar. I'd love to see Lamar at Arsenal. Where would um, he play, though? Where would you say Lamar would play? Who knows with Arsene Wenger, Lee? Because I know he can play a couple of positions. If he, you know, if he keeps him on in the position of right wing, does that mean that he's going to go back to the four at the back? You know, who knows? I think he'd probably play in the two behind the striker. And... Uh, Again, that brings into question the future of Alexis because then, you know, we've already got those two places occupied by Alexis and Ozil at a minute. So I think, it, again, Craig, like you say, could go back to a back four, four, two, three, one, Lamar, Ozil, Alexis behind Lacazette. I mean, there's something quite tasty about yeah, that. Yeah. But then again, we'd just be ruining all the good work we did last absolutely. season by doing that. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, lads, it's been a pleasure talking to you this evening. Yeah, um, it's been a lovely, lovely chat, James. Great to talk to you again. Now, just before we go, James, you have started um, Canon Chat, I believe it's called. Is yeah, right? it's just, chat. yeah, that's the one, mate. Yeah, it's just um, just a little project. Me and uh, I don't know if you you've heard of Was the Gooner. We've got oh, we've, we've got, got Was the Gooner on here, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, we've got. Yeah. Got was on there, and a guy called Rob as well, who is hideously underfollowed on social media. He's all new to it, so um, yeah. I mean, meeting up with the with the lads tomorrow at the Emirates, doing a bit of filming for that. Um, it's it's just a little project we got going, um, just a bit of fun, and so hopefully, uh, Love it. you guys can enjoy it too. Yeah, absolutely, lads. If you are watching this, go and follow the lads at Canon Chat and go and subscribe to their channel as well. Their link will be on their Twitter feed. Go and support James Was and Richard. Um, go over Rob, there. mate. Rob. Rob, sorry. Rob, Richard, Richard, Rob. We'll get Richard in next week. Go and support him anyway. Go and follow him on Twitter. Uh, do the chat. Uh, oh, fuck it. <laughs> All right, Craig. I think it's past your bedtime, mate. Right. Go and follow them at Guna Chat. Can oh, chat. I got it wrong again. <laughs> <laughs> Canon Chat. Think of a gun. Canon Chat. And go and put it to your head. I'm telling you, I've got sunstroke. Yeah. Thanks for everyone watching live. Um, very humbling to have a hundred of you watching us live um, throughout tonight. You're glad That's, when Love Island's finished. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, we could have had yeah we could have had a couple of hundred, I suppose, if they weren't all watching Love Island. Well, we'd have had Claude. Yeah, we'd have had Claude, but he's just finished um, watching <laughs> Love Island. He's a, that. he's a big, big fan of that. He's a big fan of that. I think he does it to wind me up. I oh, does he? Well, I don't know. I don't know. I'd like to see him on that, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, thanks for watching live, everyone. Thanks for watching us um, if, you're, if you've come to watch us on YouTube. Thanks for listening if you're listening to us on iTunes or SoundCloud. Your support has been amazing. Next season, we are going all in. Um, you know, it's, we started it at the end of last season kind of thing, um, going through the pre-season. But uh, obviously, when the season kicks off, um, we'll be going every week. We're going to have a week off. So we will be back with you two weeks on Wednesday. Um, so, and we'll be back. We'll be back to talk about um, the games in China against Chelsea and Bayern Munich, is it? Yeah, I Bayern. Think, 
Um, and then, am I right in saying that that leaves us a week? That leaves us a week to go before the Charity Shield. No, we've got our Emirates Cup. Before, got the Emirates right? Cup. Oh, the Emirates Cup, and then the Charity Shield. Yeah. Three weeks till the kickoff of the season, is it? Twenty-six oh. days. Oh. Yeah. Twenty-six days. Say it like that, James. Oh, <laughs> me. I'm taking off the days, mate. I'm buzzing. Days. Thanks for watching live, everyone. See you when we all return in two weeks' time. Up the Arsenal.
having you on, son. A pleasure having you on. No worries, bruv. From me, <laughs> from Lee, from Colin, good night. God bless. Um, we'll see you all next week. And hopefully... Another signing. Frost. We'll have another signing. Oh, yes. You'll never know. Aye. You'll never know. All the best. Good evening. Good morning. Good afternoon. Sports Social Podcast Network. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.